All right, we're back here on the Cup of Wrestling Podcast at We Are Wrestling Whack. Ridgefield Park, and I am with Rob Kiljoy, North Carolina. I am Rob Kiljoy. North Carolina's finest? Uh, pods unknown. It's located somewhere in the Carolinas, I believe. Quack. Well, thank you for uh, giving us a few minutes tonight, and we are here at Ridgefield Park. We are wrestling. How does it feel to come back to Ridgefield Park? You were here in August with a, a five-star match. You're back. How does it feel? Well, I'd like to consider uh, 106 Bergen Avenue here in Ridgefield Park. I'd like to consider it a home away from home, honestly, because I wrestle here quite a bit, and uh, I, I think I've put on some of my best matches here, so I look forward to trying to do that again here at We Are Wrestling. Quack. So you are... Uh, Traveling up the East Coast, you're you're here, you're here tonight, Richfield Park. You're back in South Carolina tomorrow. True, true, true. Can that. you talk about for you the state of the business on how you're able to just be in that spotlight and still be able to uh, you know do your thing right now? Well, uh, I mean, I just cast a wide net. I don't like days off, so I try to stay booked up. I uh, I just try to. I don't do days off, like I said. So I just whether I got to be here tonight, South Carolina tomorrow, North Carolina Sunday. If that's what I got to do, that's what I have to do because wrestling, you, to get somewhere, you got to go somewhere, right? Yeah, definitely. So. Who, is your, uh, who did you look up to when you were a kid when it came to wrestling? Uh, just wrestling. Just wrestling in general. Like, I have a few uh, favorite wrestlers, but overall, I just always liked wrestling. There wasn't just one. Like, obviously, when I was a kid, I like, liked Hulk Hogan and stuff, but, you know, that's not that's not it. Uh, but I just, I've just always been inspired by wrestling, so it wasn't who got me into it or who – inspired me i just liked wrestling just wrestling 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 i don't have a first memory of it it's just always been there it's been a constant in my life i don't like to take days off i don't miss it i just i just like to wrestle that's all there is to it we're here with rob killjoy here I'm at rob Ridgefield killjoy. park new jersey we are wrestling we will be back in a few minutes quack. rob killjoy good luck quack. tonight quack good duck all right we're back here on the cut pro wrestling podcast randy zelly here with o'shea edwards from shane taylor Promotions. I got it right, right? Promotions. Yeah, you got it right. That's okay, right. Cool. That's right. That's so, right. first off, welcome to Richfield Park, New Jersey. Appreciate it. I've been, been, been there a number of times. A couple yeah. different times yeah, representing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, listen, you guys are here uh, doing for the show tonight. Where are you guys headed next? Uh, well, it's t- tonight, It you know, we're here. Uh, then we got the uh, last paper, Ring Around Pay-Per-View tomorrow. Um, we're doing that in Baltimore. Okay. Um, then for me, um, I got to be in Charlotte the day after that. Um, then I got L.A. the next weekend. So, I, I'm ending the year like pretty, like pretty strong, which is exactly what I wanted. Um, so, you know, where we go after after tomorrow night? Well, that's anybody's guess. The the uh, the landscape of professional wrestling has changed immensely. So, um, it's just one of those things, man. You know, my, my phone constantly rings, and you know, we'll, we'll see where we go from there. But that's the key of the life of a professional wrestler, right? Pretty you much. Want to make sure your phone, if your phone's not ringing, there's a problem. That's, that's, there's a problem. There's a problem. Uh, not to go too deep in the Ring of Honor situation, but. You've been there for a little bit. You, what does this mean to you, knowing that they're going to go on hiatus? Is there fear with it? Is there? Is it nervous? Is it, or is it a possibly to have opportunity to, to sort of branch out a little bit more? Well, the thing about you know, the thing about change is um, usually when when you're uncomfortable, that's when that's when change happens. Um, that's what this is: opportunity to change, um, regardless of what Ring of Honor does. That's outside of my control, so I can't really sit there and, and harp on that, or even re- sit there and really wish what could have been. It's 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 not my bag anymore. Um, Ring of Arms where I wanted to be. Um, I've been here since 2019, um, and within those two two and a half years, like I started all over. I learned from some of the best, and I got to wrestle some of the best. That stuff I'll take with me forever. They can't take that from me. Um, it sucks the way Ring of Arms is going out, but at the same time, here we are. 
So for me, it's like, all right, well, let's make sure that we make the best of it. And I know tomorrow night the entire wrestling world will be watching us, and I'm going to take very, very full advantage of that. I have to ask this, too, for you. Who did you model your wrestling style of, and who did you grow up watching? Um, I, I grew up, well, as a kid, I grew up watching a lot of Ahmed Johnson. As a kid, it was our first, I was, uh, when I was a fan, it was Ahmed Johnson. Um, as I got a little older, it was a lot of, a lot of Ron Simmons, a lot of Butch Reed, um, a lot of Stan Hansen, a lot of uh, Steve Williams. I was a little surprised with Stan Hansen. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stan the Lariat that, that Lariat, man, that Lariat. Uh, that, and the cowbell, too. Yeah, it was, it was really the, the, the amount of intensity that when he when he threw something, he, made, he, he was coming to bring pain. And everything I do is like I have bad intentions regardless of what you may think of me. When I throw something, I'm not throwing it to be soft. Like, it's coming. You make it count. Yeah, I make it count, exactly. I mean, I'm going to get one shot at it. Well, one of the things that I found very, and I asked her in a lot of the interviews during the pandemic, but you know, being with Ring of Honor, you guys performed without a crowd. Mm -hmm. What did you find, learn about yourself performing in front of empty seats in that type of environment? What did you feel like you found yourself having to improve on? And how did you feel like the experience of performing without a crowd there? Um, really, it was the issue. Actually, it wasn't really an issue. Um, when the lights are on, the lights are on. Um, I, I come from like the Indies in Georgia where there's going to be one person and 10 people or maybe 100 <laughs> if you're lucky. So me performing in front of a very small audience or no audience at all is not a big deal to me. I get paid to do a job. I'm going to do that job. Um, the biggest thing I got to learn, though, was how to fill the negative space. Um, there's no interaction, so I made my own interaction. Um, I'm a storyteller. I'm always going to tell stories. And for me, it was a chance for me to tell the best story where everything I said and everything I did mattered because everyone was looking at me. There's no crowd. So um, actually, I enjoyed it. I, I, I found who I was as a performer. I found who I was as a wrestler. And I, I look back at those moments actually very fondly. You know what? I wasn't expecting that. Either. Yeah. <laughs> there, was lot, there was a lot of people who were just like, we missed the crowd. But you know what, though? It, I felt that the pandemic gave wrestlers a chance to work on something. Yes. Work on their craft in a different Yeah, way. yeah. Uh, but th that's what we do. We're here always to get better. We're here always to, um, you know, you want to be, you're only good as your last match. So I need to make sure that every match I have is always better than my last match, regardless of if it's a crowd or not. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I miss the crowd. I love the interaction. I, lo I love the, the emotion of it. But they're not here. So... What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sit there and cry about it. I'm gonna get to work. Yeah. I chose to get to work. Well, you know, it's funny. Silas Young said to me, he said uh, during the, the first couple of tapings when he came to the ring with a cigarette, he flung a cigarette. He said he was worried about burning down the studio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no one there but a curtain. That curtain's flammable. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now with Ring of Honor sort of ceasing operations till April, what's next for Shane Taylor Promotions? Everything. We want. We want everything. Um, we're gonna come get everything. Um, really, yeah, we always say that scared money doesn't make money. So, would it be one of us? Would it be all five of us? Um, Shane Taylor is bigger than one promotion. Um, even though it has his name on it, Shane Taylor Promotion is bigger than one person. Um, and we take pride in that, you know, because we, we can go our separate ways and still just wreck shop, or we can come together and just move mountains. So, for us, it doesn't really matter um, what comes next. We just know whatever comes next, we're going to make the absolute best of it, and we're going to kill it. Well, I wish you good luck for tonight and wish you uh, all the luck in the future. And hopefully we can have you on. We can tell your story a little bit more. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we are here at the We Are Wrestling Show here at Richfield Park, New Jersey. Joey Ace. What's up, man? How are you? Thank you for joining me. We just finished watching a few minutes ago. Talk to me about your experience here at We Are Wrestling. Uh, I didn't get the job done tonight, but what got done was Gabby Ortiz's eyebrows kicked into the third row. 
So I'm happy about that. <laughs> well, win, lose, or draw, what a performance. Thank you. For, what does it mean to you to be coming out here to places like Ridgefield Park, being able to perform and do the best job you can for the fans? Well, for me, this place feels like kind of like how when you guys had the ECW arena back in the day, kind of like, you know, maybe... Downtown Philly, yeah, baby. Yeah, downtown, downtown Philly. Philly. This is what this feels like. It also feels kind of like the Queensboro Elks Lodge. And I don't live too far from there, but this is kind of like our our Elks Lodge, our it's ECW home. arena. It's, it's home. home. It's home. Yeah. You know, but I don't come here often. So when I do come here, I want to show out. You know what I mean? You know, what's amazing is the connection that you guys are able to make with the fans mm -hmm. and give the fans something special, especially in a smaller venue like this. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to, sh to see the support afterwards and seeing the fans come, be able to go right over to you and just say, hey, man, that's a great match? You know, I, I love it. I love the intimacy about it. I love smaller venues because even when there's just like, when, when it's even half full, when they get loud and they get behind you, it, it just feels like you're in front of like a, a thousand people, two thousand people. So, how important is it to do shows like this, especially since we're coming off a pandemic? You know, being yeah. able to be in front of live crowds carefully. You know, like during the pandemic, it was real hard for me. You know, I can speak for myself to not be able to like be around people and be around the crowds and be in the ring and performing. It hurt. So like to come back and come back slowly and kind of get my feet wet. It's amazing. I love it. Well, Joey Ace, I appreciate you. you so we hope much. to have you on the show soon. Yes, have a great time. Thank you so Thanks, much. All right, now with us here at the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast, I am here with the guiding light. Your guiding light. He's my guiding light. Yes. He's your guiding light. Yes. He is AJ Pan. AJ, thanks for coming over by us to uh, give us a visit. It's great to see you again, my friend. Yeah, great seeing you. I had a blast last time I was on the show, and great to see you guys tonight supporting We Are Wrestling. Great event tonight. So your man won. Jay Bougie won, that's it. Everybody took witness, God bless. And tonight, Joey Ace brought out, he brought out America's Favorite Agent for one night only. So I'm, I'm feeling good, I'm natured a little bit tonight. Got a little- uh, Adult beverage? Uh, yes. Yeah, so actually, apple juice. Ginger ale with, ginger ale, with, with yes. something mixed yes. in. We'll just leave it at that. So, so AJ, I, I have to ask, what do you have in store for the rest of the evening here at We Are Wrestling in Richville Park? Ah, uh, you know, it's been a great evening. I didn't get to see much of the first half because I was preparing with Jay Bougie, but I will be doing commentary on the second half of the show. Are you going to be keeping Peter Rosado in line? I've tried for years. It's tough, but I will be keeping him in line, calling the action the only way I can, and giving unbiased thoughts. AJ, I have to ask, what's it like to be back here at Richfield Park? We are wrestling. One of your good buddies is actually helping run the show in Mike Law. He's, what does it feel like to be back here with We Are Wrestling, help guiding some of this younger talent? It's a great show. Uh, I love these shows. We Are Wrestling, the second event, the first event was a great success. A lot of, I've known Pete for a good 10 years. I'm happy to see what he's done here. If I can help out in any way, I'm glad to do it. Uh, a lot of great young talent. A lot of established talent. It's a great mix here. So if you you know if you love independent wrestling, definitely come out and see us when we're around. There's a lot of great events here. And uh oh wait, come on, come on, get, get, uh, there he is, there he is, Jay Bougie, fresh off his victory tonight. The Bougie man himself. Listen, you made him take witness. Listen, I'm blaming you for what happened though. No, 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 he's a good people. He's don't good blame people? Him. Don't yeah. blame him? Don't blame you sure? him. He's good people. Listen. Yeah, Randy's good people. I'm good people. I'm, I, give me a hug. No, no, no. Give me a hug. Hey, listen, I won. Shout out Battle Club. 
This is Randy Zellio with MaxSportsPage.com. AJ Pan has caused havoc here. But if we can get security over here, I don't know. We'll be back in a few minutes. Not, not now, not now. Listen, he's a sponsor here. Let's not get anything happening over here. I know you want a match with Bougie. We're going to talk to Pete Rosado. Make it happen. We're going to have something special for you. Don't worry about it. We're going to take care of you. Yes, we're gonna make sure. We're gonna see. We're gonna, see. We're gonna make sure. We're gonna see. Yeah. We're gonna see. Yes. Don't put your thumbs up. Don't. No. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. We have this on camera, Walk right? Away. You yeah. never know what's gonna happen here on the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast. Walk, Walk away. And while we're here, let's might as well talk with Anthony Gamble. Anthony, how are you doing, man? I'm good. Hey, man. I'm sorry about that. I'm stepping on your wire. No problem. No problem. Still a little short tonight, but great performance. Yes, 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 yes. How do you feel to be back in the ring here at We Are Wrestling, Richfield Park, New Jersey? I actually love, I love coming to Richfield. It's like my home away from home, honestly. Even though I didn't come up victorious, Richfield's home. Awesome. And, you know, talk to me about this title, about what we see. What do we see? What do we look so right? this title was presented to me by the Dirty Hill Podcast. It's the 365-day belt. So the purpose of this belt is to be defended all times, anywhere, any place. Um, so I am the Nargu champ, and I'll defend it for any promotion that allows me to do it. The good news is I'm not going to challenge you for it. I retired a long time ago. I still play video games every once in a while, so maybe I'll, I'll, I'll challenge you in a video game. Can we do that? Yeah. yeah. So the next question is, can we get you on the cup? We've been, we've been trying for months to get yeah, you in yeah, there. Yeah. You know, if we want to blame anybody, we can blame the guy behind the camera. <laughs> it's not working, but, but that's okay. Um, talk to me about, you know, you know, being in this great time to be in the pro, a pro wrestler. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, it's better. All right, let me put it this way. The time, if you're looking to be a pro wrestler, the time is now. Pro wrestling is big. It's everywhere. Like, the any. If it's any time to, to get in this business open right now, like literally right now. So if you got aspirations to be a pro wrestler, you can come check us out at Fallout in Long Island City. Um, yeah, I'm always looking for new new classmates, new people to train. So come check us out. Check them on out. We'll be back here on the Cup Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm ready to say this is Anthony Gamble. Thanks for giving me a minute, brother. No problem. All right, we're back here, Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast. We are wrestling. We just got done with the main event, and we are with our good friend, Mike Law. How are you, sir? I told him he could only do this interview with me if he does uh, his best Howard Fingal. The, the Fink. The uh, Fink. Okay, let me try it. Let me try it. Right. And coming down the aisle. <laughs> that sounds pretty decent. That, that was actually really, really good. Really? Yeah, I like it. No, no, really, really. Like, like. I, for something, for some reason, when the Fink did Stone Cold, yeah, 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 <laughs> that was always the best. That makes sense. Yeah. So, Mike, you know, you 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 were an agent for tonight's show, and yes. you, what did you think overall of the whole entire show? I don't miss being an agent. It is very stressful. Uh, people could see the wrinkles, like circle around my face as I was aging. <laughs> Every single minute, because you have to just get the timing down. And then a lot of times, like everything and anything that could have happened and went wrong in the beginning happened. Uh, that's something we got to be accountable for. You should have been in the venue a lot sooner. Um, you know, Friday events are very hard. You know, traffic, holiday yeah. season, all that jazz. 
Um, but you know what, I man? At the end of the day, I, I love it. I love being a part of the the business any way I can. To me, it's something that after I'm done with the in-ring aspect of wrestling, um, I'd love to do it more often, you know. Uh, but I'm happy to be taking a part here at We Are Wrestling in Richfield Park, New Jersey. You know, and it's funny, too. You just saw an excellent main event, but not only just the main uh, event, but you had some great matches all the way up and down the card. Yeah. How much of it, how difficult is it to sort of make it a little bit of everything for everybody? Because variety is such a hard thing now in wrestling. That's where... Even in general, I think we need to kind of, like, when you talk about the 80s, when you talk about ECW, we talk about the Attitude Area, we talk about NWA, every one of those organizations had different individuals. From the, from the Magnum TAs to the Ric Flairs to, you know, Hogan and Macho Man and Dino Bravo, there were so, so, so many different type of characters and personas. And that's what I want to bring. That's what I love to see. You know what I mean? Not every match has to be the same. The main event was, in fact, that the main event. I mean, that, like, listen, I've been in this industry for almost 20 years, and I was like a fan tonight watching that main event, watching two grown-ass super heavyweights, two legitimate heavyweights, two legitimate hosses, like, kill each other. And I was in the back watching, and I'm telling you, I, I was a fan again. Uh, and every one of them, Masha uh, Slava versus Mercedes Martinez, Darius Carter versus Keith was excellent. Excellent match. Is, is Darius Carter the most charismatic heel you've seen in a long time? He, I, I think the thing with him, it's more of a presence. He has such a great presence. Like, he comes out and he commands the crowd. And that's something you can't teach anybody. You either have it or you don't. You know what I mean? Or you could progressively gain it as you go along. But he, he could control the crowd so well. And so many people need to study guys like him. Dan Moth, O'Shea Edwards, you know, um, it, it, the, the list goes on. Uh, you know, even like a Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes going in there and showing why she is a superstar. And that, it's not just, it's not a WWE thing. It's not an NXT thing. It's not, yeah. it's, she's a legitimate superstar. Her presence, the way she carries herself, a true professional. I mean, like, that was my first time being in a locker room with Mercedes. And just such a, an honor. She's such a talent, and I, I think to me, like, any company that's lucky enough to have her is truly a lot better. Right, you're on the Cup Pro Wrestling Podcast right now with the one and only Mike Law. Hopefully. Colossal Mike Law. I was agent Mike Law tonight, not were, Colossal. Though. So are you like Matt Hardy now? You have different gimmicks. You have like Big Money Matt. You have, no, 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 no. no, no. So, so now it's you're either agent. I'm an agent or I'm Colossal. <laughs> okay. Or I'm a coach, too. I'm agent. I don't know. <laughs> There's different, different things. Mike Law will hopefully join us again on the Cup of Wrestling Podcast. Yes. Mike, thanks for giving us a minute hey, or two. Man, thank you so much. And thanks for coming out. Thank appreciate you, it. man. I appreciate you guys, and thank you for watching. Here on the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast, I am here with the hashtag All Father. Apparently, he's the king of New Jersey, king of New York, and now the king of Texas, Mister Darius Carter, the king of all things. The king of all things. Oh yes, the king of everything. The king of the independent scene. It's about getting respect. It's about getting appreciated. And it's about being known. So I deserve do, it. Do you feel that you got your respect tonight? I should have gotten my respect. You know, I think that people need to understand that when it comes down to the ring work, when it comes down to the essence, when it comes down to the charisma, when it comes down to every possible box that you can check, 
I check them off. So it's time that I get that respect. It's time that you start coming to Darius Carter. It's time that you start showing me the appreciation that I deserve. And I'm not talking about cheers and boos. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about making sure that I'm seen around the world. I'm talking about those promoters that are afraid to take the chance on Darius Carter. I'm talking about those wrestlers that are afraid to step into the ring with Darius Carter. It's time that I am put in that upper echelon of talent on the scene because I am there. I go out there, I deliver every single time. You ask me to do an interview, here I am doing an interview. Whatever you need Darius Carter to do, I do it in spades, and I look great doing it. Look at that, baby. Come on, come on. Oh. Oh, oh, whisk them away, whisk them away in the chariot of excellence. And it just doesn't stop tonight, correct? You're, you're back at it tomorrow? Oh, I'm back at it tomorrow, yeah, because I'm actually back in this building, Pro Wrestling Magic. Um, they're going to be having their biggest show of the year, which is uh, Kingdom Come 6. So I'll be doing that. Uh, I'm competing for something called Keys to the Kingdom, which is like their version of Money in the Bank. You win it, you can cash in on a championship opportunity whenever you want. So uh, I'll be doing that tomorrow. So that's what I'm looking forward and to. You expect, you expect victory? Oh, I don't expect victory. I know victory is going to come. Okay. Expecting it means I'm waiting on it to happen. I'm not waiting on anything. Victory may as well be my middle name. It might as well be on my my birth certificate. All I do is win, comma, no matter what, exclamation point. And that's just the way that it is. It's just the way that it is. That's why you don't like me. Because I say I'm going to do something, I say I'm going to be successful, and then I am successful. I say, I think your mother might like me. I think she might. Just saying. The mothers love me. The mothers love Carter. Just saying. So it is what it is. Uh, you have a unbelievable track record in this building. Is there something about this building that just brings out the best in you? Uh, well, you know what? Honestly, I like that, um, that mirror up top. Because when you're on your back or when you're on the mat and you see yourself, it's like an added incentive to pick yourself back up. So I don't, the fans, oh, some people need the fans to get up. Oh, cheer, oh, help me. I don't need their help. I'll never need their help. But when I look at myself and I'm on the back, I'm on my back, and I need to get up off that mat, my biggest motivation is my own reflection. So that's something that I appreciate about this venue. Uh, it's, it's a little bit tighter, so the sound all travels uh, it kind of travels to one place here. Listen, you can put me anywhere. I don't need a ring. You can put me anywhere. Darius Carter is going to be successful. I wrestled in a, in a, at the Pollyann Mansion for MV Young, okay, and suplexed Pinky Sanchez into, a, into a, a fire pit, okay? That's what I do. You can take Darius Carter anywhere, and I'm a marketable success. Grade A, A1. That's what I do, and that's who I am. So... Now that you are the king of Texas, can I ask what your favorite part of Texas is? Uh, I don't have to like Texas to be the king of it. Oh, okay. you, think you, have to be, you think you have to like a place to rule over it? Okay. I, I, listen, listen, king of New York, king of Texas because I beat the underground king. I stomped him back underground where he belongs with the maggots, with the urchins, with the rodents, with the pests. That's where Brian Keith belongs. Listen, Brian Keith is an excellent talent. He is the new Texas Pro Champion, but that champion is being sent back home a loser because that's what Darius Carter does. This is my territory. If you want to be a top person, you must encounter me. You must run against me. And we know how that happens. Brian Keith is going home. That's going to be a long flight home, thinking about all the things he should have done and could have done. But baby, there's nothing you could have done. You ran into a brick wall, and that's all that there is to it. So good job to you, but you're not good enough. And that's the fact. That's the truth.
This is the Cup Pro Wrestling Podcast live in Richfield Park, and we are with We Are Wrestling with a very humble oh, Darius Carter. I could have said so much more. I thought that was very, very low-key, so you're welcome for that. And uh, for anybody that's looking out for me, this is where I plug myself, okay? You can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, slash Mr. Darius Carter. People are going to be talking about this momentous victory. People are going to be talking about how I hit the Royal Sweep on Brian, Brian Keith in the middle of the ring, defeated the new Texas Pro Champion, became the King of Texas, the King of the Territories, the King of the Independent Scene, the one, the only, the most dangerous man on earth, Mr. Darius Carter. You are welcome. Oh, so good. Come on. You can cut there. Cut there. All right, we're back here on the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am here... Uh, we are here still in Richfield Park with We Are Wrestling. And Why are we still here? I'm tired. <laughs> we are here with the founder, the the commissioner, the owner, the president. <laughs> what other what other what other title would you like? The play by play man, the voice. <laughs> the, uh, the the man living a dream. That's the, what the I am. The man living the dream. I am here with Mr. Peter Rosado. Pete, uh, successful show. Two two in the books now. Yes. Um, no 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 uh, no major major catastrophes. We got through it all, huh? Well, unless you, unless you don't consider the main event battle that we just had tonight with Dan Moff and O'Shea Edwards not an incident. That might have been an international incident, a an extraterrestrial incident, uh, but it was it was something that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, an incredible second show here tonight. You know, we we started off a little rough. We had a little audio issues. We had some lighting issues and things like that. Right. But um, you know, a great show nonetheless. It was awesome to see everybody here. Um, and it followed up a great first show as well, which was incredible. And uh, you know, a big thank you to you uh, with the, the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast and the Back Sports page and everybody else who sponsors our shows. It it really helps bring our vision to life and it really helps us to do these. And I can't wait to start putting together show number three. Well, again, this was uh, a tremendous show, and what I think what made it great is the variety, and it made it very, very diverse. If you didn't like the four-way, you'll like the women's match. If you wanted, if you wanted more of a hardcore wrestling fan, you like the main event. Uh, how difficult is it to try and piece together a card like this? It's very difficult because I also know a lot of talented individuals, so it's really tough sometimes, you know, not finding spots for people. Um, one of the toughest things that I have to do is, you know, figure out a way to fit seven, eight, maybe nine matches onto a card and realize that, crap, I left this one on the cutting room floor and I left that one on the cutting room floor. And, you know, unfortunately, I can't book everybody. We can't have a 37-hour show. Um, I wish I could, right? I wish people would love that and sit here for 37 hours. Uh, we, we have food and drink, you know, and bathrooms. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, it, it's really tough because you want to be able, like you said, to make sure that there's a little bit of everything and that you're giving the fans the best you could possibly give them while also knowing I could come back and do better. We're now having live shows after the pandemic. You have been talent and now you're also working behind the scenes. How much of that do you have to sort of keep in mind too? Have to, having to worry about making sure there's safety protocols and stuff like that? Oh yeah, 100%. I definitely make sure that all of our performers, all of our talent, everyone on the staff is um, either vaccinated. If they're not vaccinated, then they do have to uh, follow uh, protocols uh, for that while they're in the building and around everyone else. Uh, I require negative COVID tests, uh, minimum of 48 hours before the show so we can make sure everybody's safe and, safe and sound. Because at the end of the day, not only do I need my talent and my staff to be safe, I need my fans to know that they're safe. I want them to be in this building and know that they're safe and they're taken care of, and that starts with the talent and the staff. 
you being also a talent who's also doing the play-by-play -play and, and handling that aspect of it, how difficult is it to sort of have to switch hats? Um, difficult, but I'm lucky to have a great team. I'm lucky to have two very great agents and producers backstage um, who really help me put together and keep everything together the shows. So when I'm out here doing play-by-play -play for the first half of the show, they're making sure everything's great in the locker room. And then I come back for intermission, we check in, and anything that I need to know, anything that I need to help with, things like that. And then I go back, and they're able to cover the second half. And then we, we debrief afterwards. Um, you know, We'll probably debrief tomorrow because it is a little late tonight. But you know, if, if it wasn't for the team, I wouldn't be able to do it all. How, how long are you going to sleep this week? I don't know. I, I'm going to Baltimore tomorrow for Ring of Honor's uh, <laughs> final battle, end of an era. Um, I have some running around to do tonight, so I'm probably not getting home to maybe two something in the morning. Um, and then I might pass out Sunday, but <laughs> back to life on Monday. The world don't stop turning. Well, listen, if you need something for to go to sleep, the Giants play it for. Yeah, no. sure. <laughs> listen, my Jets place too, so I'm going to be sleeping the whole day. So, with that being said, this is the Cup Pro Wrestling Podcast here at We Are Wrestling. I'm with the head man himself, Pete Rosado. Thank you so much for having Thank you, us. Randy. Thank you for being here, and thank you to everyone who watched the shows. And if you weren't here live, catch the replay on Title Match Pro Wrestling Network as soon as it goes up.